Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today and tomorrow, we're going to look at one of the kings of Judah. His name is Hezekiah, and you might remember him from 2 Kings 18. He was a king who did right in the eyes of the Lord. He broke down a bunch of false idols. He tore up the bronze serpent, which we did a podcast on back in 2 Kings, which had been crafted by Moses to save the people in the wilderness, but then had been turned into an object of worship. And so he cleaned that up. It says that there was none like him among all the kings of Judah after him, nor among those who were before him. That's from 2 Kings 18. And so we're going to learn about this king's trust in the Lord and how God uses his trust in him to spare the people of Judah from Assyria. Tomorrow, we're going to see that he's not perfect, as are none of the kings. And that's why Jesus had to come, the perfect king of kings. But we'll get to that tomorrow. So today we're in Isaiah 36 and 37. And I'm just going to read verses 36, 13 through 18 right now. Then the Rabshakeh, Rabshka is, by the way, a military leader from Assyria, and he's going to taunt and try to get the people of Israel to lay down their arms and join them. Then the Rabshka stood and called out in a loud voice in the language of Judah, hear the words of the great king, the king of Assyria. Thus says the king, do not let Hezekiah deceive you, for he will not be able to deliver you. Do not let Hezekiah make you trust in the Lord by saying the Lord will surely deliver us. This city will not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Do not listen to Hezekiah. For thus says the king of Assyria, make your peace with me and come out to me. Then each one of you will eat his own want, eat of his own vine and each one of you his own fig tree, and each one of you will drink water from his own cistern until I come and take you away to a land like your own, a land of grain and wine, a land of bread and vineyards. Beware, lest Hezekiah mislead you by saying, the Lord will deliver us. Has any of the gods of the nations delivered his land out of the hand of the king of Assyria? So here we've got the king of Assyria through this military leader, this Rabshka, who is telling them, guys, don't don't fight. Just lay it down and just deal with the inevitable. Just join us peacefully so we don't have to have a problem here. And when you join us, you'll still be able to stay in your land and eat your stuff until we come take you to another land, which is basically going to be as good as your land. So it's not going to be that bad. Just make peace with us. But Hezekiah is not playing that game. So here we're in Isaiah 37, verses 14 through 20. Hezekiah received a letter from a hand of the messengers. This letter basically is a letter from the king saying the same thing that the Rabshakeh just said. And Hezekiah read it. Hezekiah went up to the house of the Lord, and he spread it before the Lord, and Hezekiah prayed to the Lord, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, enthroned above the cherubim, you are God, you alone, all the kingdoms of earth, you're the the God of them, you have made heaven and earth, incline your ear, O Lord, and hear, open your eyes, O Lord, and see, and hear all the words that Sennacherib which he has sent to mock the living God. Sennacherib is the king of Assyria. Truly, O Lord, the kings of Assyria have laid waste all the nations and their lands. They have cast their gods into the fire, for they were no gods, but they were the work of men's hands, wood and stone. Therefore they were destroyed. So now, O Lord, our God, save us from his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you alone are 
are the Lord. This is a great prayer. This is a prayer that really should be a model for the prayers that we pray when we are in dire straits. He acknowledges God is God. He acknowledges that, yes, Sennacherib and Assyria have thrown all these other nations and all their false gods into the fire, but that's expected because they're false gods. They're made with human hands. But Lord, now we want you to make your name known so the the kingdoms of the earth will know that there is one true God. This prayer, by the way, sounds a lot like the prayer David prayed before he w- prayed before he went out to slay Goliath. A great God-centered prayer from Hezekiah. And sure enough, the Lord responds. This is what the message of the Lord comes back. And this shall be a sign for you, verse 30 and following in chapter 37. This shall be a sign for you. This year you shall eat what grows of itself, and in the second year what springs from that. Then the third year sow and reap and plant vineyards and eat their fruit. In other words, your Judah, your your nation, your people are going to exist into the second and third year. And the surviving remnant of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. Remember the root of the stump of Jesse? This root of Judah is going to continue to thrive. It's going to take root down, downward and it's going to bear fruit upward. Ultimately, that fruit is going to show up in the person of Jesus Christ, which is the fruit of all fruits. For Verse 32, for out of Jerusalem shall go a remnant and out of Mount Zion, a band of survivors and the zeal of the Lord will do this again. The culmination, all this is going to be throughout redemptive history, the coming of Jesus Christ. Verse 33, therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the king of Assyria, he shall not come into this city or shoot an arrow there or come before it with a shield or cast up a siege mound against it by the way that he came, by the way he shall return. And he shall not come into this city, declares the Lord, for I will defend this city to save it for my own sake and for the sake of my servant David. I love that he mentions David here because it should remind us that first of all, the people of Judah are of the lineage of David. It should also remind us that God made a promise to David, the Davidic covenant, where he promised that David would have a throne established after him by one of his descendants that would be established forever, and that this king would come and sit on this throne forever. Of course, that is referring again to Jesus Christ. He also makes it clear, God does here, that he is doing this for his own sake. God is going to make his glory known among the nations because he wants to draw the nations to him. This is the heart of God, and this is in line with the theme that we've talked about over and over about this redemptive plan for humanity being for everybody from every tribe, tongue, and nation who would eventually put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, the righteous, perfect, holy Son of God who paid a sufficient penalty for death, rose from the grave, defeating sin, death, power of the devil, so that anyone who trusts him could be forgiven, redeemed, grafted into the family, and established in God's kingdom, not just in this life, but forever. And then let's look at verse 36. And the angel of the Lord went out and struck down 185,000 in the camp of the Assyrians. And when people arose early in the morning, behold, these were all dead bodies." I'm not going to get into the angel of the Lord right now, but we've talked about that before. There's some ideas about who exactly the angel of the Lord might be. You might want to look into that. What an amazing God, powerful God, God who's got a plan, who, whose plan won't be thwarted by any powerful kings or rulers. And we can take great heart in knowing that he loves us enough to have culminated this entire redemptive plan. All these historical things happening are moving toward one culmination. That's in Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for the gospel. Thank you for this text that reminds us that you are purposely carrying out your will for your glory and for our good. Amen. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.